Hey guys. Hey there, beautiful people. Welcome back. Yeah, we made it back within two weeks this time. <laughs> Didn't take us four months to no. make an appearance again. This is little of this, little of that podcast. Squeaky. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Colleen Keen. And I'm Mike. <laughs> and Keen. We are married. We are still, just about. Yes. And we do this podcast and YouTube channel um, because we want to talk about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I share our experiences and yeah. and also leave a little something for the kids. Not that we're going to die anytime soon or yeah. that we're, we're expecting that, but yeah. But right. Just to let the kids have a little something of us. A little something, something. A little something, something, yeah. Um, Michael did say that we're going to be back the following week and I don't think he realized it was Patty's Day. Yeah. That following week. <laughs> Terrible idea. Which Michael being from Ireland, it's kind of a big deal. So we weren't going to miss Patty Day, Patty's Day to just do a podcast. No. <laughs> there was no way we would make it. Not going to happen. It was a long day. I'm not going to say that I was right, but I was right. We weren't going to do it. I knew it. So. Yeah, this week we're talking about um, a sleep out that we did. And Michael kind of spearheaded this. Um, with, uh, you know, fundraising like four weeks in advance and came up with these goals, which we'll talk more about. But um, it's through Covenant House here in St. Louis. Um, and um, do you want to talk about them or do you want me to say some stuff? Yeah, either yeah. one. Go ahead. You start and I'll just fill in. Um, so, yeah, a couple of years ago, we uh, the I don't really remember. I think Pat, my business partner, I think he somehow got in contact with or somebody contacted him for donations uh for their yearly their annual gala or gala however you say it and um and so we donated a year of sessions um and because we donated they gave us a couple of tickets to the gala or gala <laughs> and uh so we sat and Colleen went to this gala and it was awesome it was a lot of fun yeah we got all dressed up and yeah we just had a good time Stand met some great usual. people yeah, it was the Stan Mutual Memorial or Stan Mutual Annual Gala. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's basically just a, a bunch of rich people, honestly. A lot of people that want to help. They yeah. have a lot of good money. They have money to, because, to throw down. Yeah, Tesla was there and they were able to give like us a free weekend to have a Tesla. And if you haven't seen the video of us with our Tesla, I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, we got it the, the like, SUV version. Oh my God, it's like our dream Model car Z now. or whatever. Yeah. And then um, people were just handing out some money that you didn't were like they were just raising their like the movies yeah, you know like, like raising a little thing like it's like 10 grand here you go you're like oh my gosh absolutely nuts it's <laughs> so cool though because so, it all goes to a great cause yeah. which covenant house um is well we chat with a lady there um eileen and kind of just stayed in contact with her and uh wanted to we wanted to do something again then last year um, so that was, that was two years ago, two and a half mm -hmm. years ago when we went to the gala. And then last year did a seven day fast and raised $4,200 for that. And then this year we're like, well, let's do something again. And I wasn't going to fast again because that just beat me up. Mm -hmm. took, a, took quite a while to recover mm -hmm. from that seven day fast. So, um, but it's just that the organization itself is something that, um, it's just, it's one of those that not a lot of people, uh, Unless you know about it, you don't know about it. It's, yeah. just, it's one of those. There's there's so many different awesome charities out there that have much bigger names and much bigger recognition, and um, this doesn't quite have it. Uh, so the the whole point of the Covenant House is I think it started up in New York, 
Um, and there's been one here in Missouri since uh, 98 or 99. 1998. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, they, the whole point of it is to, to take uh, homeless youth off the street. Um, kids between the age of 16 and 21, they can, uh, they can receive, if they want just meals and they want to just go there because they have, they, they can't get fed. Mm -hmm. If they want clothes, they can go there. But they also have this 30 day crisis center to where they can come in and sleep and be fed three meals a day for the 30 days. Um, and that's for 16 to 18 year olds and then 45 days for the 18 to 21 year olds. Um, and that's all based on funding that we have no idea about, but, uh, and then after those 30 or 45 days, there's a, a transition program that they have that they can stay in there for up to two years. And in or those, up to their 22nd birthday. Or up to their 22nd birthday, yeah, depending on what time they go in. Yeah. Um, so it's not just the, we'll get them in off the streets and feed them and leave it at that. It's, they're, so they're really providing them so many resources. Mm -hmm. Um, they give them educational resources. They give them work experience. They give them resume building skills. Um, physical and mental health services. All free. Mm -hmm. um, Hygiene and grooming products, clean seasonal clothing. I'm just reading the list. Uh, job readiness training and connections to employment, um, and support, encouragement, and unconditional love, which I feel like is just a whole nother level because they say a lot of these kids that come, um, they have to stay for their 30 days or 45 days, whatever they get, um, and they have to leave. And they don't just throw them back on the streets. They find a place for them to go. They make sure that they're going somewhere, whether it's a friend's house or back home or to another shelter. But um, they have to be gone for like a, another extended amount of time before they can come back again. But after that time is up, they usually come back because it's not just like a shelter. It's like my it's like my bed. my motto that I think they should use: not just a shelter, but a home. Like it feels like home because the amount of love that these people um, give these kids is just it's amazing. It's silly. It, yeah. yeah. They have a food pantry there. Um, they have their They're, own Walmart and Target. They have their own Walmart and Target that they call them yes. the little in-house. What they say is after spending just one week there, youth receive 21 meals, at least seven hot showers, seven nights of rest in a safe, warm bed, the medical examinations and care, the hygiene and grooming products, and the clean seasonal clothes, and the job readiness training and all that. Um, so it's there's a lot of stuff. Um, last year alone, they, they gave like 9,500 nights of shelter provided for youth in St. Louis. There were 232 youth served in residential programs, and then there were 542 mental health visits provided. And, one and of that the, was just last year. One of the crazy parts about it is that um, at any given time in St. Louis, there are 3,000 kids that are homeless. Yeah. At any given time. That was staggering to me. Yeah. It was crazy. So it's what and they're then, doing is just really, really awesome. Awesome stuff. And... Um, we, I mean, everybody that we came in contact there, uh, was amazing. Was whether they were, you know, the staff or if they were the kids, like they were, it was really cool. The facility is phenomenal. It's a huge building, huge building. They have, um, three floors plus then a basement and it's just, uh, it's really cool to see what they, what they're able to do there and how they're helping our city. I get overwhelmed a lot with what's going on in the world and what's going on in the country. And I like want to help, help, help. Like, you know, um, when everything was going on with Syria and the white helmets, 
you know, like, um, documentary came out on Netflix, I like sent money. I was like, Oh my God, like, I, I feel like I need to be in Syria helping these, these kids and helping these people. And then, but I can't, I can't just get up and leave and go to Syria to help, you know, I can't leave my family. So this, this is nice because it's something here at home, something local that I know that is what's going on and we can help, um, just here at home, which is, which is really good to me. It like, makes me feel good. makes me feel, you know, like there's something I can do to help. And there's these amazing people that are helping these, these youth on the streets. And, um, yeah. So the whole point of, we say all that that I say to say this, um, <laughs> we want, we wanted to do something. We didn't want to just throw money at a, at a situation or an organization and say, yeah, we did our part. We're awesome. Right. Uh, kind of like how people do it on Facebook. Um, the way they say, I'm donating my birthday and then don't do anything. Like, yeah. well, hold on now. First of all, you didn't do anything to be born. Your mother did all the work. And second of all, uh, do something. He really has a problem with this whole Facebook birthday donation thing. It's not a problem. I just feel like if, if you're going to, if you're going to play this social hero, get out and do something. Don't just claim it on Facebook. Like, oh, I'm this awesome person. I raised $200 for somebody some organization which is cool that you're doing that yeah that's great but also get out and do some so we did so that's just a pet peeve sorry so, <laughs> so yeah we did. so we did yeah. if you're giving money to an organization an organization that is amazing and you should be proud of yourself and, yeah, and that you're helping people that's not what he's saying so <laughs> <laughs> very good keep donating yeah keep Jesus doing that but <laughs> do something with the organization yeah, so... But who am I to tell you what to do? Michael you just, you do found thing. this young professionals sleep out with Covenant House. So pretty much it's young professionals all from the age of 21 to uh, 40. 35, I think. I think it's to 40. 40 years old. I think it says it on there. It's 21 to 36 or something. Anyways, um, yeah. it's something around that, that line. No, those lines. Um, and... Um, people were able to start, um, getting like their fundraiser kind of going like six weeks before the night. So the actual sleep out night was, um, this past Friday, which was March 22nd, yeah. March 22nd, 2019. And they do it every year. And then they also have an executive sleep out, which is more for the big wigs and they come and they actually do it like November though. Yeah. So they had six inches of snow yeah. last year, <laughs> but their, their goal is to raise, um, five grand per person yeah that's supposed to be the minimal goal mm -hmm. um the minimum for us was a thousand dollars and yeah so, anybody yeah. that knows me knows that I, I i i don't like to do things by half if i'm gonna do it i'm doing it all out um that was with my drinking it was with <laughs> it was like it's it's whatever it's whatever i'm doing it i'm doing yeah. it all the way it's just right. that that type mm -hmm. of personality that i have right um or just characteristics that I have. Yep. So the goal was a thousand dollars. So I was like, thousand dollars. That's like I feel like we'll hit that really easily. So a thousand dollars for one night's sleep out. Then I was thinking, you know what? Let's let's bump it up. If we do, if we get to two grand, then I'll do two nights consecutive. And I was like, you know what? Let's bump it up again. <laughs> if we get to three grand, then I will shave the ponytail. I had a I had a ponytail for the last. Year. I had longer than that, I feel Year like. Anyways, I yeah, know. he has this little ponytail, and everyone gave him so much shit about it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's just, it really bothered people. 
<laughs> Big time. I don't know why. Big time. But it was so funny. And, you know, like his mother hated it. Everything. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, what is that thing on your head? You know, like, and I just, I mean, I had no problem with it, obviously. I mean, a buddy of mine gave me so much shit about it. He's like, why are you sitting down to piss now, too? <laughs> I don't know, that, that might be insensitive. Even mean. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But then he told me he was, he was on the elliptical. I was like, well, your elliptical was my ponytail. <laughs> so, the whole point of the sleep out is not to... Act as homeless people. Yes, act like homeless people. It is to, to pretty much sleep out in solidarity with youth that sleep out, um, that have to sleep on the streets because they have to and it's it's pretty much to help um, raise funds to support covenant house which helps with um getting homeless youth and and trafficking off the streets so i think the cool part about this as well is like i know some people think for the most part homelessness is, can be a lifestyle choice because you, you you choose not to do certain things to get yourself off the street I think that the the cool part about this is these these are kids, like mm -hmm. they they don't have a choice. They they're dragged into this situation, mm -hmm. and they don't have much choice. And the choice that they're taking is to walk into the Covenant House, and and try to make a better life for themselves and try to get out of that situation. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's why it's that's why I I, yeah. I like to or we have really gotten involved with them and, and try to help out as much as possible. Yes. I mean, yeah, look, it's 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 year old kids. Like, I mean, they, I mean, they're, they're still kids. These are teenage kids in high school. They're supposed to be in high school, mm -hmm. you know, and, or, um, and they don't have anywhere to go or they don't have the lifestyle that they would like. So then they leave home and they don't have anywhere to go. So it's just, um, it's nice. It's, it's gated and it's secure. They have a secure, a security guard and like, um, you have to buzz in to get in to even the gate. And then you have to buzz in to actually get into the to the um the actual so house itself and it's uh it, it's very secure i think that's what what brings kids to is it's very safe it's secure and they feel like um they're gonna be taken care of and to, to be in the like you, there, there are no um like they don't do background checks or anything they don't go check to see like what was your last address and see if your yeah. parents are still living there or if your mother's still living there or whatever um but when you move into the transitional program they uh they do have certain rules that you have to abide by so you can't be coming yeah. in drunk you can't be coming in stone you can't be starting fights um you still have to go to school you have to do all these different things in order to maintain your your living status with the covenant house yes. so it's not just a, a free-for-all you just get yeah. to do what you want you still like you still have to be actively looking for a job if you don't already have a job you have to be going to your job you have right. to be going to school right um all these different things so it's a it's a great opportunity for those um in the transitional living uh quarters they you know they have it so that some of these kids are are going to school some of them are just working um some are just working to like mm -hmm. she said um one example was to save up to buy a car you know so it was just and what they do is they either find jobs outside which they find help them find jobs outside but when they're younger you know they still get like a stipend type thing by doing chores and duties around the covenant house such as like um I don't know, like cleaning and gardening and all that kind of thing. They do certain things yeah. like that that give them a small portion um, goes to them and like 60% of it goes back into like a savings almost. So they have something to leave with so that then when they're done with their time there, they're not just leaving and right back where they were. Yeah. It's like they are keeping 60% of whatever they make, make so that they can take that with them, um, you know, to 
help themselves after after they leave, to which is yeah. it's a good process. It's just a really helpful, um, and it's holistic as well. They even they even have it in here, holistic, sh um, you know, house for for these kids. And it's all therapy, and um, they provide so much. They have a gym. They do so much there. It's really cool. That it's really neat. Hopefully, get involved yeah. with with my background. Hopefully, I'll be able to get involved and maybe yeah. do a couple of sessions a week to where I can get a group of the, the kids over and teach them how to live properly. So like, help them use the facilities the way they're supposed to be used. So back to the sleep out. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, yes. So Michael put up the whole like three grand is his goal. And these were the goals that they got met and he worked his butt off on, on trying to do this. He did videos and he, um, plastered it everywhere, talked about it every time he could, every chance he could. And, um, the big thing about the sleep out is that it's not like, yeah, I'm going to go sleep out, you know, my backyard and I'm just going to, you know, like it's going to be easy, whatever. No, they gave us like, all we got was a piece of cardboard and we got a sleeping bag. Sleep they were bag. like, so you're going to sleep in bag, a piece of cardboard. And we had like a whole agenda for the evening then, which we'll get more into, but this is kind of like what the sleep out was all about. Um, this it was is really, up in North St. Louis as and well. And it's in North city. So... We were going to be sleeping out there at Covenant House in their courtyard area. So that's where it was all going to be done. And so Michael did really awesome and he got the first grand. He was like, awesome. You know, sleep out was we're only a grand away from me doing two nights now. And the second night obviously was going to be here at the house. But um, like Michael said, he doesn't do anything half-assed. So when he says second night, he was, he was going to go all out second night. And then when he hit the two grand, he was like, got it. Cool. Doing the second night. The kids agreed to be his second night partner with that one. Cause I was like, I'm going to do one. <laughs> Just the one. I didn't agree to two. I agreed to one. <laughs> <laughs> Had a contract written up. So I'm going to go ahead and do the one. And then you can do the two with the second one and with the, with the kids, the second one with the kids. And he was like one more grand. And he did some videos with, um, Pat, um, Connelly Tavern and, um, just kind of, you know, kept shouting it from the mountaintops yeah. <laughs> and, and got to the three grand. No one wanted that ponytail anymore. Yeah. Everybody wanted to see that thing gone. See gone. They wanted to see it cut off. So they'll claim the it was grand. for a good cause, but it was to get rid of the ponytail. Yeah. Let's be honest. And then like I had some donations that we kind of put collectively into that as well. So, um, the three grand was met that day, mm. last Friday, about four minutes day. before yes. the six thirty deadline. Um, of when the, the whole sleep out was going to kick off was when uh, a bunch of buddies got together and put some money in to make sure they, that we uh, we got to where we needed to be. Yes, yeah, so we thank everyone so who cool. donated. It was it was a, a huge I think we ended up with like 67, awesome. 68 individual donors. Yeah. I, well, there was a few that were, there were families that, that jumped in. Yeah. But yeah, I think it, it was, was 67 it was donors all together or something like that. So... It was really cool. Thanks again to everybody that did. Because yes. it was, uh, I know I, I got, I probably got to be a pain in the ass towards the end of it, <laughs> the amount of videos and posts I was doing on Facebook and what have you. But when you're passionate about something, you, you, you gotta go out there and do it. Yeah, you just know? keep you rolling. Gotta, yeah. So the night came and, uh, so it was last Friday, like I said, and we went to Covenant House. We had a buzz in, obviously at the gate and then buzz in to get in the front door. And there were about nine other people there with us, right? Wasn't there nine total? Or was yeah. there more than that? Um, I think altogether was 15. Oh, altogether was 15. Sorry. Yeah. There were seven was... of us that slept. Yeah. 15 total. 
seven that actually stayed the whole night. But there was 15 of us and um, really nice people. You know, they had a whole room for us with um, coffee and um, snacks and just a chit chat. And then they gave us some, you know, like kind of the agenda. And we um, we all met each other. We got to take a tour of Covenant House. We got to meet some really awesome youth there that are staying. Um, met really awesome staff. We did like a group project type thing. We had to build the best structure that we could with a with the given resources that we had. So we had like noodles and um, we had spaghetti noodles and marshmallows. And we had to build a structure out of it. But there were no real, rules Uncooked, given. Spaghetti. Yes, <laughs> Uncooked, yeah. Uncooked. <laughs> Cooked would be a lot harder. Yeah, more of a challenge. Um, there were four groups and they didn't really give us any guidelines, any rules, I should say. They just said build the best structure you could. So like we were given noodles and marshmallows one was given just playing cards one was given tape and cardboard and the other group was given newspaper and scotch tape and maybe some studs too like some wooden pegs or yeah. something like that dowels of some sort yeah so two of the tables ended up joining together and i was like oh that's a brilliant idea we stuck with our group and we just i think we were just like head down focus trying yeah. to figure out what to we're, do <laughs> we were gonna work with our resources yes. we didn't want to combine with anybody else yeah and then the other group played cards they were like we're not gonna try and build a house on a card so they just started playing cards and yeah. they built a structure of uh, friendships yes yeah. <laughs> that's what they said yeah and we learned some awesome stuff about the lgbtq um, things that we didn't know. It's very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> very confusing. All the different labels and stuff now. Like, blah. So, like, even on our name badges, uh, we put our name and then our pronouns. Because that's what, apparently what you should do now. It's like you have to... Not that you have to. But to make people more comfortable with who what they who or what they identify as um, is by using pronouns yourself. So, I put Colleen and she, her. So that people knew that I'm a she, her, and if that person felt comfortable then to say, oh, I'm a they, them, or I'm a they, sir. Is that what it? Uh, yeah. Something, something like that. Or a he and a him kind of thing. I so can't keep up. There was a lot of, lot of different, um, you know, um, adjectives, or not adjectives, pronouns, pronouns and um, words. I mean, just definitions, yeah. yes, that I, I didn't even know. Um, about which was really eye-opening and because 25% of the the youth that come in are LGBTQ so that's just what they they want to make people more aware and um, of what's going on and and it was it was very helpful yeah it was interesting I had no idea so that was really neat that was a whole little um, you know session that we did too and we got some awesome pizza and yeah, that was good stuff. then they were like okay leave your stuff here Get your cardboard, get your sleeping bag, and Head on oh, up. we did a vigil oh, too. Yes, yeah. yeah, so we yeah. did a candlelight vigil and a little prayer, and um, got the fire started. And the dude said God like four thousand times in the prayer. Lord God. Yeah. Lord God. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. it was, Whoa, mm -hmm. it's a lot. Um, yeah, we did the vigil and then we just set up shop. Yep. So when we set up shop, everybody kind of went the, to their own spots. Picked their prime real estate as prime the guys were. <laughs> But we the, picked the one in between the two fire pits. Yeah. We picked some so, grass in between the two fire pits, think, thinking that would be the warmest, maybe, or I don't know. I mm. just know. <laughs> Either way. But the cardboard was about about five feet long and yeah. then about two feet wide. And uh, it was an actual box. So initially when we walked out, it was I, flat. I, I set up the actual box. Like yes. I made it into a box. And then 
Colleen was giving me shit because he was like, well, no, we can't snuggle. I was thinking of warm? laying together so that, one, I would feel safe. <laughs> two, body warmth. I was like, oh, well, well, we can sleep together so then that way we'll be warmer. But after we got on the cardboard and it was laid flat, I'm thinking, you know, it would probably be wiser to actually have these, you know, actually put together because all the heat's going to stay in. It's going to mm-hmm. be like an oven. It's going to be... To be much better. And then he also had a fleece um, sleeping bag, whereas I just had like a thin, like sleeping bag, and I was like, Sheet "Oh no, no!" Like I am, I am going to take your sleeping bag. I took a sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "This is how it, I'm sure this is how what happens on the streets." I was like, "I'd be fighting you for that sleeping bag right now because that's a prime sleeping bag." So I just gave it up. I didn't want to fight. <laughs> it's I didn't a want to fight. Force. <laughs> I'm a lover. I had a ponytail she could pull. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. So we had. Um, our our cardboard box, our sleeping bag, no pillow. I had leggings, sweatpants on, two pairs of um, socks with my Uggs on because I figured they're probably the warmest. And then I had um, a long sleeve shirt on, this shirt, our T-shirt that we were given um, by Covenant House, really awesome shirt, and then a sweatshirt. And I had a hat. I forgot gloves and a scarf mm. or and a coat. I didn't, so I could have easily wrapped those up and like made a pillow, but I didn't bring all that, so... Michael gave me his gloves because he's a gentleman, <laughs> which neither one of us ended up using. No. <laughs> we were so warm. Yeah. The, like, the box, the box was genius. amazing. Like, yeah. I was I was shocked. I mean, I, we were tucked in there, and so we lay down for the night, and uh, we're kind of, like, giggling. Our, he- our heads you know? were like, sticking out of the box. Yes. Like, we're just looking at each other, like, this is, like, insane. And King's Highway is like literally right there next to us. And so we can hear everything and you're just like, oh my God, it's so loud. Well, I had headphones and so I like kept one out and one in because I was terrified. I was like, I, I could only imagine if like this was like if I was on the street. Oh, yeah. I would be. You never sleep? No. And I couldn't. I didn't go to sleep till 2 a.m. Whereas Michael, on the other hand, we lay down <laughs> at 11 o'clock and at 11.05 he was snoring. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, this is insane. You're already it was, asleep. It was after 11 o'clock. <laughs> you're already asleep. And I was there, like, just gazing at the sky, <laughs> listening to gunshots, <laughs> and thinking about how I was going to, like, should I lay on my back, should I lay on my side? Because either way, it's, you know, it's very uncomfortable. Like, I had, I had woken up multiple times because either shoulder pain be on my side, or one time my ear was all crunched up. And I woke up, my ear hurt so bad <laughs> because you're like, I'm trying to get the sleeping bag all balled up so I could have something. And then the more you're on your side, the more you can scrunch up and get inside the box, which was really warm. And then I had like the sleeping bag over my head as well. Like I was tossing and turning. The poor girl next to me, she was tossing and turning too. She couldn't sleep at all. Like I don't think she slept at all. <laughs> I finally dozed around like 2 a.m. And um, we both got woken up at 5 a.m., and everyone was gone. We were everybody like, had already this? been woke up and like left and we were fast asleep in our boxes. Yeah. <laughs> like I heard people know. talking, I was like I know, we we're like, what's what going talk- on? I'm trying to sleep over I heard here. Something about donuts Shut and I woke up. up. <laughs> trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, we get out of the boxes and everybody's gone. Like, oh, oh my god, it was insane. No. They heard the like, gunshots and wanted to go inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were at least two cases of gunshots that night. I know that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, it was but interesting. But it was, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I, I looked at, so I, had my, I had my watch on and it 
detects like heart rate, so it tells you kind of when you're in deep sleep and when you're not. And uh, I said I slept for five and a half hours. Five and a half hours of sleep. And 95% efficiency. So I only woke up like <laughs> twice. <laughs> almost Which felt bad. Fine. I almost felt bad. Like I thought this was supposed to be a rough night out. Oh my God. It was, no, it was probably well, the best night's sleep I'd gotten in months. You because had, you always have a yeah. child walking in, waking us up. or <laughs> Yeah. Mess. Oh my gosh. That was a good night. Was a good night's sleep for me. Not only that, but we're like right next to the building. And every once in a while, I'd look up and there's just a kid looking out the window at us. And I'm like, oh my God. Creepy. <laughs> Super creepy. But yeah, it was. Uh, I'm so happy for you. I'm glad you got a wonderful night's sleep. Yeah. I just didn't give much thought to the whole, like, the what ifs. Mm -hmm. I was just like, all right, sleepy time. Yeah. <laughs> I'd also been up since 4.15 that, that morning. So I'd already been awake yeah. for a good well, as a woman, 18, I was, already. I knew, you know, if I was on the street as a woman, it's going to be terrifying. As good looking as you are. Exactly. Ooh. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Would be terrifying. So, regardless, we woke up at five, went back inside, had some coffee and some crispy cream donuts that they had for us and uh, said thank you. And it was a trip. And um, we ended up going back to the gym because I had met Michael at the gym the night before. And then we took one car down because the next day he decided to go work. Michael went to work. Well, after a good night's sleep <laughs> like that, why wouldn't you? Which I was like, bye-bye. I'm going home. I came home. I go and I'm like, oh, my bed. I cannot wait. My bed. I get in there and all three of my kids are in my, in my room. I have two on the bed and one on the floor. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So then I was like, I guess it's couch for me. So I went to the couch and I was out and it was about nine o'clock. So I got home around like six-ish or 6.30. It was like nine o'clock in the morning. The kids wake up and I was like, I'm in bed. When I got in bed, I had never felt so good. And I was like, oh my God, this so bed, for bed is amazing. Yeah. Which, I mean, just gives you the, you know, the realization of what these kids must be feeling when you are laying like in the grass in a cardboard box for one night, one night mm -hmm. to go into my bed, how warm and comfortable that felt. It definitely gives you a sense of gratitude. And, and then taking a shower, a hot shower yeah. after being freezing, how warm and refreshing and amazing that felt like Michael didn't want to get out. He was like, I'm not getting out of the shower for another like five minutes at least. <laughs> like, okay. <This> is awesome. <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely, there were definitely some, um, Awesome experience. I mean, that was just an, an awesome experience. It was, it was cool. Yeah. It was and cool. to kind of put yourself in their shoes and, and to really do that. So I took a nap that day. I did not. <laughs> I went to work. And then got home till about 10 o'clock. And then Michael got ready for round two. Yeah. And the kids and him. It was a nice day, too. It was, except it was for a nice there was day. a chance. Like, there was a 10% chance of rain. On which, Friday night, it said Saturday, 10% chance of rain. Which then turned into ninety percent chance. Ninety percent chance of and rain. Did it rain Saturday? Yes, it rained. It rained. Yes. So they all put the tent up before it started raining. It was kind of nice outside, and the kids were excited. Like they had their sleeping bags, um, gave them some cards to play in there, and I was like, "You guys are all set. I'm going inside. I'm watching a movie. <laughs> like I'm out of here." So the kids had the had the what was that ten man tent, eight man tent. Yeah. So it was a fairly big tent. Yes. Um. So the three of them were in there, and then one of the dogs, the little one, bailed after about 20 minutes. Yes. She came in. She slept in bed with me. And then <laughs> the other two said they were going to stick with it. And I looked at the radar, and it said it was going to rain till 4 o'clock in the morning. Tell them what you uh, what you made. 
So <laughs> I was initially, yeah, I was just going to be, I was going to have a sleeping bag underneath me and then get in a sleeping bag. Um, and that was all I was going to sleep on. Mm -hmm. But then when I figured out it was going to rain, I basically took a plastic bag. Essentially, it was like a heavy gauge plastic bag. That was like ripped yeah. in half so that it was long. <laughs> it was about, yeah, about six feet long. So I tied it, I took a spade, stuck it on the ground on one side <laughs> and took a pitchfork and stuck it on the ground on the other side. <laughs> And then tied this plastic bag around the handles, mm -hmm. and then um, put some rocks on the the other end to keep it like a like a ramp. Yep. Style. So the rain would roof. just kind of go down. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then he had the fire pit. And then okay. the fire pit next to me, which didn't give up, give off as much. So heat considering as I was we hoping. considering we had like a forty degree night the previous night, and we were kind of like, oh man, this isn't as bad like of, of conditions. You know, we were kind of thinking we were going to suffer a bit more than just sleeping on the ground in a cardboard box. Like we were thinking it was going to be cold, you know, all this. Whereas Michael definitely made up for that on, the day, on night two. And that's <laughs> that's one of those. We were trying to give it a couple of weeks ago, poor guys, as uh, you heard, um, be careful what you wish for. And he's like, what, mm -hmm. what does that mean? And we we're giving him some examples. This is the yes. perfect example because we were talking about this on Friday night. We were like, kind of felt bad because yeah. I was hoping to suffer a little bit in this on the Friday night yeah. sleep out. Um, because we got such a nice night and then, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I should have been careful what I wish for because yep. I got a miserable I night I did not last wish night. for that. <laughs> <laughs> miserable. She probably did. Fingers crossed and everything. Come on, please be miserable for him. I felt so, I was like, oh man, but I went to bed. Okay. Yeah. She didn't <laughs> lose any sleep. Let's be honest. Well, the other two then bailed as well. They got too cold and they came in around... What was it? What did you say? Um, 3.30? Uh, 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. Yeah. The other two then finally came in and um, crashed in their bed and on the couch. One on the couch, one in her bed, and then one in my bed. And uh, Michael's still out there, but you said you woke up and you yeah. went to sleep. Yeah, I woke up around 2.30 and the fire had died down. So I just grabbed more wood and got the fire going again. And then 3 o'clock, Sarah said, Daddy, I have to bail. It's like, that's fine, baby, go ahead. <laughs> Take your brother in with you. So they went into bed and and uh, I had that little mental war. Mm. I was like, right, it's three o'clock. It's only an hour. I'll just I'll just go inside. I'm like I am not gonna stand out here in the rain and be miserable for another hour. Yeah. And then I was like, But I said I was gonna do it till four o'clock. It's like, no, I nobody'll know. It's fine. Just go in. Just go in. Mm -hmm. Go in and lay down, go to sleep, you'll be fine. Like no, I can't. So I just start doing breathing techniques, just try to mm -hmm. try to get my mind off of what the next hour was going to be. And I was like, it's just this is just psychological time. You're looking in, <laughs> you're projecting into the future. Don't do that. Just focus on the present. Right be now. in the moment. Mm -hmm. Be in the moment. So I just focused on breathing for the next hour. So I was basically standing, meditating, medi meditating uh -huh. <laughs> um, while staring at the fire and looking at the moon. And well, because in realization, is that right? In reality, whatever. Yeah. Um, there's these kids, they don't have anywhere. They they cannot say, oh, I'm just going to, you know, I'll just go inside. There's yeah. just no, there is no, no oh, I'm just going to. It's, they're stuck where they're at. Yeah. And maybe they can find somewhere like, you know, that has a little bit of shelter. Maybe they don't. Maybe there's a fire. Maybe there's not. You know, maybe there's a tent. Maybe there's not. Like, but most of the time it's like, there's no, oh, I've only an hour left. I'll just go. Yeah. You know, it, it's. This is my life. Yes. So to even have that battle mentally, oh, yeah. I can only imagine what they're mentally battling. Yeah, yeah, it's it was, scary. Uh, yeah, yeah, because that so was just yeah, uh, just that those few like from I went out at ten o'clock, so we did 
11 o'clock to 5 o'clock, so 6 hours. So I was like, right, I'll do 6 hours again mm-hmm. tonight. So I went from, I said I'd do from 10 to 6, or 10 to 4. And I was committed to it. I wasn't going to, I couldn't not do the full 6 hours. What happened when 4 a.m. Came, 4 came and what happened? 4 a.m. came. And you went inside. Oh, and every, all the beds were taken. <laughs> <laughs> all I was in the bed with Colleen and then Saoirse's in this bunk bed that's a what do you call it what's the she was on the couch yeah but what's the type of but bed she's that got she a loft has? bed a loft bed yes and uh i wasn't climbing up there because <laughs> i knew i'd never make it back out and she was on the couch and Porgy's in his bed and orla has a bunk bed so i wasn't climbing up there either <laughs> just because i knew i'd make too much noise and probably wake people up so i shook Sarah. i was like wake up <laughs> get out of here out of bed I did not come in from outside being miserable to come inside and be miserable. <laughs> At least let me sleep on the couch. So I, I think I got about four hours of sleep yeah. on the couch. And uh, then went into the bed to try to go to sleep and couldn't. Yeah, that was like nine o'clock when they were all waking up again. And I was like, I'm I'm passing out. So I slept to like almost 11, 11 yeah. today. <laughs> I was making up the last time. Yeah, making, oh, no. making up for the last time that I had. <laughs> She's still sleeping when for me. When you're not there, I worry. Yeah. <laughs> She's sleeping for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was the that was the Friday and Saturday. And then right around noon yesterday. Was it? No. Was it yesterday? We did do it yesterday. Was it today? Last night, no, you so slept outside. Just... Well, yesterday, we cut the ponytails off, though. Oh, we did that in yes. the afternoon. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Because we made the three grand. Or yeah, you so... made the three grand, I should say. Um, Michael, they made yes. the three grand. Yeah. I just did stupid shit. They raised the money. Right. Exactly. And, um, so the goal, the, the goal was the three grand and Michael got it. So then the highest person, the person that, um, the biggest donor. Yes. Donated most was going to be the one to cut off the ponytail. But, um, he had given his rights. The donor gave his rights to our children to cut them off. Or cut, I say cut them off because I separated the ponytail into three chunks. So each kid could cut off eat like one ponytail each. And it was epic. It was awesome. It was pretty cool. It was in the kitchen and I had three ponytails and each one of them stood on a stool and cut each ponytail. And we uh, recorded it so you guys can actually find it on Michael's Facebook page and you can watch it. It's pretty awesome. The kids loved it. And then <laughs> Michael's like, who's next? And Orla, of course, is like, I am. And we've already had an incident with Orla cutting her own hair. So I was like, don't even talk. <laughs> uh-uh. No, this is not I'm how not it works. This it. is not how it works. Not doing it. <laughs> Beautiful curls. On the gut. But yeah. yeah, and, it, was, yeah it, it was fairly cool. long. It was mm-hmm. a good solid six inches Oh yeah, no, yeah. Each, each ponytail was, was, yeah, that long. Had to have been. Yeah. And, it was, and there's three of them. And it was just so fun. It was cool. And now it's and gone. got a nice little well, do. I, I don't know what this is. I just, <laughs> so cut it down to about two inches and we'll, we'll go from we'll there. We'll go from there. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have to find a new hairdo now. <laughs> or a hair don't. Yep. One or the other. So I really want to do um, a video of the kids and their take on um, what we did and how they feel about it and what they kind of learned from it and also um, their take on sleeping out on the tent um, last night. So they weren't up for it tonight to do the video. So I will try and get that this yeah. week sometime. But um, It was yeah. cool that they wanted to. Yeah. Like, Daddy, we'll sleep out with you. No, <laughs> that was cool. Good. A good learning, teachable yes. moment. Yeah. Pretty cool. It was. It was really cool. I'm really happy we did it. High five. Good job. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And the, the, the link is still open yeah. for donations. If anybody didn't donate and wants to donate, um, 
five dollars ten dollars whatever you want to donate whatever you can donate uh you can go onto our facebook page and the mm -hmm. link will be on there and um yeah or just ask us message us and we can always send it to you too if yeah. you want to if you want to chip in it's open for until the beginning of may i think mm -hmm. Yeah, something, along those something lines. six weeks after, after so, I think, yeah. four weeks so after. So we, we reached after. the the $3,000 goal, but yeah. They have a $25,000 goal themselves, and they're only up to about nine grand. So um, every amount helps because they literally, this is the this is the way they get their money. This is yeah, the, they, only, they get only get it from donations, donations. And then there's certain grants that they can get yes. over the course of the year, but it's not enough. And the money that we raised goes to food to fill that food pantry um, because each floor has a kitchen and they go in the food pantry they can grab what they want and put it in the kitchen and that's what they cook with it um, goes to all the services that they provide um, health care medical care all that bedding um, because they each need a bed they, each kid has their own room and it's like dorm style rooms so um, they're partnered but there's door in between the rooms and then um, I mean any furniture that I need um, I mean, there's so many, Shoes. yes, there's so much stuff that they buy with the money that they need, um, the hygiene products, all of that kind of stuff, because that's what they provide for these kids is somewhere to go to feel warm and clothed and clean and safe. And that's what they, that's what that money goes to. So think about it, look them up, figure out what you can do, um, or find something else that you feel passionate about. Like we do about Covenant House and, you know, and do something. It's that was, awesome. That was we'll one of definitely the goals. support yeah. you. One of the goals for this year is to try to do as close to 10 hours of community service a month. And it doesn't have to be something organized like this. Just to, like whether back in January it would have been like just not sh shoveling people's driveways or yeah. just just basic stuff. Like how can you help people? Colleen yeah. was going up and helping her, her grandfather because he's not in the best of health and she was massaging him. And just those little, little mm -hmm. bits of pieces that you can do to... Um, to help somebody without expecting anything in return. Yeah. Just to doing it, just to do it, because it's the right thing to do. Exactly. That's that's and something that something you can do here yeah. at home. Because like I said, I get overwhelmed, and this just this helps kind of bring that anxiety level of oh my god, the world's falling to shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna yeah. do? <laughs> at least what? there's something I can do here. What was the quote oh. from? We were watching Spider Man with the kids, the new cartoon Spider Man um. with the kids, and. At the end of it, Stan Lee says... Spider-Man um, into the Spider-Verse. Um, mm -hmm. It was... Uh, something along the lines of... Um, doing the right thing. Or... Oh, shit, how did it go? I don't know. It was something about I what... I don't know. Here, those are people who do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Um, those are the real superheroes. Yeah. And... And that's... The, I yeah. think that... For, for us, that's what it is. It's just... If, if each person just to try to do a little something. Yeah, a little something, something. A little something without expecting anything in return. Mm -hmm. That's where we'd be a better place. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that is our sleep out experience that we had this past Friday. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed it and you learned a little something. See that storm yeah, going on storm's background. coming in. We're finishing just in time for yeah. the storm to roll in. <laughs> for the RV gets Poor Becky. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, thanks again. As always, you can find us on our YouTube channel, Little of This, Little of That, or on the Anchor app, or Spotify, or Apple um, Podcast, or Google Podcast. Um, there's so many. All of them. Yeah, Stitcher. So you can find us on that Little of This, Little of That podcast. 
Um, give Send us, us an a, email. Yeah, email lotlotpod at gmail.com. You can message us individually. You can find me on... I won't answer. <laughs> find both of us on Facebook and Instagram. If you have any questions or any ideas um, or you want to you know, help and you want to um, get the link, we're more than happy to send it to you. Um, but So we'll see you again probably in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> see you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks. I'll try and get one of those videos of the kids together too. Um, probably in two weeks. And that one... I think we're going to stick with the whole, um, my ups and downs. Yes. We'll do that yeah. one for sure. Yeah. Cause I think I found something that, um, is causing the waves. I think I found something and I want to talk about it. I don't know if you know, but, um, I don't know. Yes. So it's interesting. That's I didn't know, I know anything about this. And then I, I found this and I was like, oh my gosh, this I think this me. might be, it's I think me. this is me. I think this is me. So, um, self-diagnosing. Yes. Awesome. WebMD. Maybe I'll go see a doctor before and then I'll let you know for sure what I was thinking and what it really is. <laughs> so, um, two weeks time, most likely. That's <laughs> it from, from Dr. Colleen and yeah. Yeah. So thanks again, guys. Um, Let's stay warm, stay safe, peace, love, happiness. Peace and love. Uh oh.